The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. The one and only Jason Tetro, the host of the Super Awesome Science Show and author of The Germ Code, The Germ Files, joins me in studio. Hey, friend. Hello. What's going on? Oh, busy, it's, busy. It's been busy, I know. Uh, I know that there's so much been going on yeah. with this whole election talk yeah. and everything, but the science world is just blowing well, up. We're going to forget about the science world. No, we're going to forget about the political <laughs> world for a little well, bit. I, we can forget about the science no, world. No, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, because yeah, you know yeah. what, this is, and, it's, and, it's, <laughs> and, and you know what, Chadville, this is um, a topic that um, you might not get too excited about, but our guest gets excited about this stuff. There's been a, a new study published in Nature Microbiology, and it demonstrates one of the expected benefits of mucus. Yes. Yay. Mucus. You know that stuff your body creates <laughs> when you're sick and even when you're not. Um, you know what, Jason, uh, this came across my, my desk, and, and I know you were interested in, in talking about it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I don't I don't even want to talk about mucus because most of the time if I see someone spit or something like that, it makes me want to throw up. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about it because this is interesting. What is mucus? Well, I mean, it's funny. The the previous guest, the the show, uh, the the company's called Sugar Lash. Yeah. Well, n- now we're going to talk about sugar mash, oh. which is basically <laughs> what mucus is. Okay. It's basically a mishmash of sugars which have been attached to these large proteins called mucins. And what happens is they form this really nice liquidy polymer stuff that coats the inside of your body. The reason it's there, most of us have believed, is to protect us from outside foreign influences. You know, <laughs> See, allergen- we're back to the election. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Yes, it's all about national security. No, stop. It's personal security. <laughs> so it's there to protect us against outside components okay. like allergens, other bacteria, that type of thing. And it's constantly renewing itself. But one of the things that we find really interesting is that if you have really good mucus, for some reason you don't tend to get infected. But if Mm. you have bad mucus, you tend to be infected more. What is the difference between good and bad? Well, that's what this study was really trying to find out is what is it about the mucus that can somehow help us to stay healthy? And it turns out that those sugars, depending on how they look and the way that they're put together, they will create a, um, uh, I guess what we call it, we call it a ligand, but it's basically a lock and key concept. Okay. And it touches the bacteria and forces them to no longer be pathogenic, to no longer want to harm us. Oh, Okay. And, and one of the best ways that I can say is, you know how we have um, colonies, like say you got like a suburb or something yeah. like that, and that suburb, you get a whole bunch of people coming together, and then you give every one of those people a lottery win, <laughs> they're not yeah. going to live there anymore. No. They're going to go off and find their own place and have a great time with their money. That's basically what these things are doing, is they're convincing the bacteria that are all put into these colonies that are out to get you and, and kill you to say, hey, look. It's a rich environment. You don't need to start harming anybody. You can go and live on your own, and that's what it does. And so the bacteria break up. They go off on their own thinking, oh, everything is fantastic, but it's a fake. And so what ends up happening is they go to these other regions where the immune system is there like, hello, it's time for you to die. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, 
So what is the importance of this? Why do we, why do we, why is this important? Why are people excited about this? All right. So first off, have you ever been in the wintertime and you just find that everything is really dry? Yeah. And you tend to get more sick? Yeah. You tend to get the cold a little yeah. bit more often, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you, you might even get, you know, sinusitis and those types of things. Well, that's because the mucus has to remain a certain humidity in order to have those nice conformations. And when you dry it out, mm. those confirmations are no longer there, so the bugs are no longer being told, hey, you can go off and party. So they stick around and they start to become pathogenic. So this has a really interesting perspective on how something like humidity and also cold and that type of thing can affect us to make us more vulnerable to illness. So that's one aspect of it. So should we be keeping our homes a little bit more humid in the winter? 40 to 60% is what we always should be looking for. And even, you know, hospitals. If it's too humid, it's going to be a problem. If it's not humid enough, there's going to be other problems where if you keep it between that 40 and 60, you're doing pretty good. So that's one thing. Also with temperatures, you want to make sure that the temperature isn't too hot or it's not too cold because that can also affect your mucus. Why is it that sometimes when you get a cold, let's say, get a cold and we talk about, you know, things can, you know, dry up, your your throat can feel really dry, your mouth can feel really dry, but your nose Mm -hmm. is full of mucus gunk yeah what what's going on you know is the mucus not telling it to go party somewhere else or is it trying to get rid of like when you're sick like that what is that is that just the infection yeah so your immune system is also going to control mucus production and so what's happening is that top layer where the bugs are is going to destroy that mucus. So you have to create new mucus in order to try and bring out these lovely conformations of sugars. Mm. But in order for that to happen, your immune system tells your body, hey, we got to start pumping out more good stuff here in order for us to be able to fight against these things. And that's why you start building more and more Uh. mucus. And it's going to happen in the areas where the bugs are because the bugs are signaling the immune system that, hey, we're here. So if it happens to be in your chest, you're going to get more mucus in your chest. If it happens to be in your sinus cavity, you're going to get more mucus in your sinus cavity, if it happens to be a GI thing, then, yeah. you know, you're going to have more mucus down there. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> what's that song? Uh, no. no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but when, so the, the idea is that there's this sort of ecology that's happening where the bacteria or the viruses are signaling the immune system, the immune system is signaling your body, and then your body is creating that mucus. So that's why it's going to happen in certain areas. So most of us mainly think that that stuff, that that mucus is just a pain. It's just, it's Mm -hmm. stuffing you up. You can't breathe. You can't do anything. But it is actually working towards an end goal of getting us healthier. Exactly. And that's why you want to be able to somehow find a way to rinse that out. So a lot of people in the past used to uh, take their vaporizer, put a towel over their head, and then it would just sort of drain out. You know, you would have that little bowl and everything would just come out of your nose and everything. Now we've got the neti pots. Make sure you use distilled or sterile water when you're using a neti pot. We don't want you to die of an amoeba infection. Uh, and, and and that w- is also going to help. You can even get it in stores okay, now. Okay, so you want to flush it out? You want to get out of there? Yeah, because your immune system is going to be producing more and more and oh. more over the next two to three days regardless. Okay. So you're doing that flushing out, so you're going to be getting rid of the bugs. You're also going to get rid of the diseased or, or not yeah. working mucus so that you can create more good mucus. Just in time for cold and flu season, Chadville. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. and you know, are, are, are there things that we can be 
eating, drinking that can help the sugars in the mucus be better and stronger? That's really interesting because when it comes to the gastrointestinal tract, yes. More fibers, more of these, um, you know, indigestible sugars, that type of things. Yeah, I know it sounds really funny. Why would we eat something we can't digest? Yeah. But it actually works. In terms of our respiratory tract and also our immune, uh, sorry, our, our sinuses and that, it's really more about that humidity and making sure that we're constantly, you know, replacing that mucus on a regular basis. So one of the better ways to do that is through exercise so that you're getting a little bit of sweating. You also notice that when you're exercising, you need to blow your nose a little more yeah, often. You yeah. need to spit a little more often. Well, you're starting to, you know, get that mucus going. See, people don't think about this and, you know, probably rightly so, don't think about <laughs> this until, you know, they have a stuffed, a stuffed up nose yeah. or maybe in some cases are trying to get pregnant Yes, as well because... It, that it plays a big role there as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you start looking at how you are developing um, your body so that you can, you know, get pregnant, that type of thing, you have to have it in a nice balance. Yeah. And one of the beautiful things about the mucus is that it helps you to maintain that balance as long as you've, like I said, you've got that continual turnover and it's always producing that really nice stuff. One thing that's very interesting that didn't come from this paper that you that we've seen in the past is that the mucus in certain parts of the body can help to promote good bacteria for survival. So if you happen to be in uh, certain cavities of the body that you want to maintain a certain way, the mucus is going to help that mm -hmm. as long as it's healthy mucus. But the minute that you dry it out or the minute that it starts to get unwelcome, yeah. you can probably bring in huh. other types of bacteria or, or other microbes that could potentially change that environment and make it less, in my, less healthy. In my 30 years in broadcasting, I'm not sure that I thought the day would ever come that we'd have a conversation about mucus. And the best part about it is that the reason that this study comes about is because we want to create new medicines to be able to combat the common cold because we can't make a vaccine for it. <laughs> so they're just like, hey, what about mucus? Let's try mucus. Yeah, let's try. Oh, wow, look what it does. This is cool. Hold the line. Uh, Jason Tetro joining me in studio. Mucus, one of those words that I just despise as well. It's one of those words that just bug me. That's why moist mucus is probably the worst there, ever okay. statement in the world. Okay, out. This guy, the germ guy, joining me in studio this afternoon, Jason. Hello. Um, we've been talking about this uh, this study, and thanks for everyone who's texted in uh, on it because they're like, oh, that's really interesting. I didn't know that. Um, there was another story the other day talking about uh, the germiest place uh, in someone's house. Oh, yeah. And I thought of you. Well, I mean, Is seriously. it the kitchen? Of course it's the kitchen. Well, you think it would be the bathroom. Well, you think it's the bathroom, but when you start thinking about it, you begin to realize that the majority of mm. microbes that you're going to be seeing coming into the mm -hmm. home are going to end up in the kitchen because of food. Yeah. And also, quite honestly, how many of people who are listening right now have had a party? Where does everybody congregate? Not the bathroom. <laughs> That's where those two people that we don't want to talk to go. And <laughs> we, we'll talk about that with the STD episode. But anyways, um, <laughs> You gather in the kitchen. So obviously you're going to have more microbes in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And some of them are going, some of the things that are in the kitchen are going to be a lot more germy. And I mean, the kitchen sponge is by far the germiest place in your home. The, the kitchen sponge, the, the th sponge, the thing that we pick up and wipe everything down with. Yeah. 
What is the best way then to, to, to clean in the kitchen? Well, what I tend to do is just good old-fashioned soap and water for the most part. Yeah. But if I'm using anything that I know is contaminated, like raw meat, mm-hmm. fish, that type of thing, and then I have a disinfectant, and I just buy it here at the at the yeah, local yeah. store. Uh, you can use bleach, hydrogen peroxide, any of these types of things. I spray it on. This is the key, though. You have to leave it there for three minutes. Oh. Yeah, a lot. it doesn't tell you that because they don't have to legally tell you that. But since I was the guy that used to test these, <laughs> you leave it on for three minutes. So walk away, check your email, do something like that. Then come back, use a paper towel, wipe it down, then just rinse it off with some water on a paper towel and you're good to go. And as for that kitchen sponge... You throw can, it out. Well, no. I mean, yes, you can throw it out. But what I tend to do is I just warm it, uh, you know, use very, very hot water and then throw it in the microwave for two minutes. That's going to bring the levels down low enough that you'll be able to continue using it without any worries. Wow. I wonder what... Yeah, I'd like to follow you around while you're house cleaning someday. It's... um it's interesting. Uh, my wife, who's not a microbiologist, is is rather amusing because she knows I have a particular way. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she just leaves. <laughs> just leaves. Just let Jason do it. Jason do it. Jason Chetro, the Germ Guy, joining me. You can check out the Super Awesome Science Show. Absolutely. It's on Curious Cast, but you can find it at all podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And the fact of the matter is you are going to enjoy every episode because it not only teaches you about science, which I know probably isn't the best thing you want to hear about, but it's a lot of fun too. I guarantee you. Thanks. All you have to do is check it out. Thanks, Jace. All right. You know what else is going to be a lot of fun is that trip to uh, Mexico in January. Your word of the day coming up, your chance to win your way in in 23 minutes.